Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be talking all about Batman vs. Two-Face, the latest DC animated movie, a sequel to last year's Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders. It's now out everywhere on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. Uh, so I guess let's just get started, Zach. What did your What are your non-spoiler thoughts on this movie? All right. So if if you haven't listened to our previous review for Return of the Cape Crusaders, um, I'll just let you know in a quick way that that was one of my favorite films. Actually, I think it was probably my favorite animated film in the past three or four years. It was really, really good, really funny, uh, a better story than I was expecting. Good talent. It was great to hear Adam West again. But that's not the movie we're reviewing. We're reviewing Batman vs. Two-Face, which is the sequel to that movie. And I don't think they kept the magic going. It, I don't know. It seems like they didn't try as hard or maybe, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) that sounds bad, but it's, I think they just really didn't, it almost seemed like they didn't care when they're making Batman vs. Cape, or not, when they're making Return of the Cape Crusaders. They just did a bunch of crazy stuff that was cool and funny and then in this one they got a little more serious and they're like oh we can't be that wacky and zany anymore and it just didn't it didn't work for me i understand where you're coming from but i disagree with you quite a bit i think this was a really good movie um i will say i don't think it's as good as return of the cape crusaders but i think part of the i think you had some of the benefit of going to the movie theater for cape crusaders yeah. uh with, with this just having you know, a home media release. It's a little different experience for the first time, but also return of the Cape Crusaders was sort of almost a a love letter to Batman 66 and the 50 years of Batman that happened in between. And it took stuff from, from every iteration Mm -hmm. and used that to its advantage. Batman versus two face is something completely different in that it feels more like sort of the next episode of the TV series. Whereas Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders stands alone and is kind of for everyone. I think Batman versus Two-Face is just, it feels like a long next episode of the TV series to me. Um, you know, if the TV show had a two or three part episode to introduce Two-Face, I could see it being something like this. And so it's definitely completely different. Um, but I still think it's really funny throughout. It's got all of the, this is just a pure Batman 66 movie, whereas... Return of the Cape Crusaders was more made for, you know, more of a a Batman in general with Batman 66 flavor on it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I I think that's, I think you were 100% correct in the way that you're characterizing it. And I, so I guess I didn't like the second episode of the show. I liked the first one better. Um, But that being said, I still, I did actually laugh out loud a few times at this film, which happens very, very rarely at these animated films. Like they always try to do a little bit of humor and I'm usually not that interested in it. And I, I'm more interested in like the serious side of the story and getting on with the real plot of the film. Um, but it was kind of the opposite in this one where the funny stuff was the only thing. Some of the funny things were the only things that really worked for me. And then the story, I just, I didn't care about. Yeah. I will say that's also, that's not the best story. I would say I didn't, I don't think it's bad, but it's not anything uh great or or anything like that uh i will but batman anything batman 66 related it's worth watching just to read everything that's going on in the background read all the giant labels and everything like that uh that's worth at least a handful of laughs throughout the movie yeah 
so yeah i i like it zach's a little not so not not as high on it i would say um but we will get into sort of our spoiler talk now yeah so i guess just following the track of the story it opens up with that scene that we've we've seen a few different times and kind of clips and trailers of hugo strange has his evil extractor experiment and turns harvey into two-face and that's just basically how it opens and we we see dr quinzel there yeah and it's confirmed that it is dr quinzel and that's all that is it's really just a nod to that introducing that character in this universe joker gives her a, a look i think but other than that she's just kind of there and in the background and would have liked to see more but if you're that's how you're going to introduce her i think that's great yeah and then it does something that i don't think i was actually expecting and maybe i didn't i didn't know that coming into it but they they just kind of jump forward and in the kind of the theme song they show batman and robin chasing down two-face catching him and then it opens with him being real rehabilitated and his face is fine i'm like i thought this movie was about two-face but now he's fine yeah so i thought that was that's kind of an interesting way to do it i thought it was it was clever yeah i thought it was smart because they move it was batman versus two-face but they move away from that a long time we get the origin story at the beginning and then it's like which is a flashback and then we sort of jump to present day whenever this is set like 1969 (laughs) or whenever it's it's set um to present day there and we don't get to see two-face for a while yeah and then uh, this is the first time i wrote down one of the funny signs in the background background the hospital that he's at after the surgery is this our sisters of perpetual irony hospital (laughs) yeah yeah again they were on point with the namings they did not that did not dwindle any the the naming the name game was on point yeah uh and then two-face he gets turned back into harvey dent like we said with the normal face and he doesn't get his full job back he is the assistant to the assistant to the (laughs) district manager whatever it is (laughs) district attorney yeah regional manager yeah (laughs) i i love that i'm assuming they have seen the office right uh, before we're doing this unless that comes from somewhere else i don't know it might uh but i i hadn't heard it anywhere but the office so that was fun and we move on and king tut is up there and he's stealing stuff he kidnaps batman and robin and they stop him and so i'm thinking is this going to be a king tut movie and two-face is not really in it that much obviously not but it's just i at this point i didn't really know where they were going with it which i guess is good storytelling because i wasn't really at this point able to predict what was going on i think later on you kind of lose that but yeah i think there was a good chunk there this there's almost a a king tut episode within there you know yeah i don't i don't know if it's 22 minutes but it's probably around there where it's it's this is a whole king tut story mixed within there which was pretty neat and then they so they catch him and they find out that hitting him in the head is kind of what switches his personality between the mild manner professor and the actual evil king tut and so they're just in the interrogation room smacking him on the head and he smacks himself in the head. And I don't know if maybe you thought this was funny. I, I knew it was supposed to be funny, but I just, I was, it did not work. Yeah. I didn't really, that part didn't really <laughs> work for me either. Um, seeing him get hit over the head. I know it was supposed to be played for laughs, like you said, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was very funny. So they go to court and <laughs> Chief O'Hara is kind of, he's pretty funny. It's pretty much anything they ask him. He just says, you'd have to ask Batman. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Again, Chief O'Hara, pretty much useless. Uh, yeah. you'd have to ask, you'd have to ask Batman, uh, where was, was King Tut at the crime scene? Uh, you'd have to ask Batman. There's also the, the scene where O'Hara and Gordon are talking and they're like, what are we going to do on this? We're going to get our best men on it and we're going to look for forensic evidence. We're going to solve the crime. <laughs> like, really? No, I'll go. I'll just go light the bat signal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love how, you know, it's, they very much make fun of the the police force in Gotham. 
how useless they are and how useless without Batman. Yep. So Harvey Dent gets Tut sent to prison because he's the one working this case. Uh, we move on and they, Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne meet up. And I think the part I laughed at the, the most is he's like explaining a charity event that he has to go to. And it's the Society for Underprivileged Fraternal Twins. And Bruce Wayne says, Bruce Wayne says, a worthy cause. The stigma of being the less attractive twin is a burden no one should have to bear. Yeah. And Adam, Adam West just absolutely <laughs> nails this. Um, that definitely sad to see him go you know he just this these lines he get are just totally ridiculous and he pulled them off so well oh yeah um it's really kind of a bittersweet experience as a whole watching this uh knowing this is probably the last time we'll ever see hear him you know anything batman related yeah Uh, so we move on to our next villain it's bookworm and he gets caught this this time it doesn't last quite as long as with king tut because they don't have as much set up but you you find out that Two Face is actually pulling the strings behind this and trying to figure out, or they're trying to figure out how Two Face is still around because they see Harvey Dent and he's normal. Um, so they they go to investigate and they go to the abandoned sign factory, which has a sign on it called that says "abandoned sign factory." I thought that was pretty yeah. clever. <laughs> very 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 much reminiscent of the scene from Return of the Cape Crusaders, where they I don't remember what the, what was the hideout then. Do you remember? It was like um, an old frozen food yes. packing thing, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Uh, very, a very similar scene, and that was that still works. Everything about that still works. Yeah. So they, uh, we see Dent call Two Face on the phone. So still kind of confused of okay, where's Two Face? If Dent is Two Face, but he's not Two Face. Yeah. But we'll we'll figure that out probably. The by mystery, the, end. Con- the mystery continues. <laughs> um, then of course we get Batman stands up, Catwoman. So she yeah. just she just escapes. That's that's the only reason she needed to escape. I don't, and of I course, don't even know if you can call it an escape. She basically is just like, oh, well, now I'm bored being here, so I'm just going to leave. She just yeah. walks out. <laughs> yeah. Well, more or less, uh, you know, switching identities and everything like that. Uh, very conveniently, very Batman 66 type of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't even mention the part earlier where Batman just hangs out outside of Catwoman's <laughs> cell uh, yeah. on their dates each night and I think you know oh only 37 more months till you get released or something. Yeah. Uh, and then so Robin is obviously still not very trusting of Harvey Dent Batman's more trusting at this point because you know he's been good we re- rehabilitated him um, but Robin sneaks out and he's gonna investigate on himself and he gets turned evil by Two-Face and Hugo Strange because I guess if your experiment fails, what you do is you just hang out in the laboratory where it failed forever and wait for somebody to show up and help you get it started again. Um, but this part, it was fun to see Robin like being Two-Face and fighting with himself and kind of being a bit naughty, which is just always kind of funny because he's such a goody two-shoes. But then they didn't, I don't know, I guess I wanted more of it. So I wish that part would have lasted longer because it seemed like a minute and a half later they had an antidote and they had fixed robin already yeah that's, that's a good point i think there's potential for more there and i liked what you know the little we got but i think you could have done more with that and had him stay two face robin longer yeah uh so then they they go to the casino to try to find him and they're on a giant billiard table so they use the cheap joke look at the size of the balls yeah. i don't know it's like I don't know. It's too easy to make. It's not that. It's not funny. Then, <laughs> yeah, it's probably better than the "Ow my balls" from Batman and Harley Quinn. Yeah, I prefer yeah. it to that. Oh my god! Don't bring that movie up. <laughs> okay. All right, um, but we get the classic, the great of <laughs> from Batman sixty six trying to like teach a moral lesson, and <laughs> you gotta have, just you gotta have your moral lesson. 
Robin just turns to the camera. It's easy to forget. Statistically, gambling is always a losing proposition. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, that was good. That's awesome. Very, very much like the the original movie, the the alcohol scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, um, always good for Robin to give you a moral lesson. That's right. that's pretty much always going to be the highlight of something like this. Yep. Uh, so Two Face figures it out, puts it together. He knows Batman is Bruce Wayne. And his big ideas put him on this giant coin, bring a bunch of the villains of Gotham around and set up an auction for Batman's identity. But it's all kind of a ruse just to steal their evil. But Catwoman shows up. She helps them escape. She's a good person and obviously has, somehow has a lot of money, even though she's in prison. Well, maybe, she, maybe she was just bluffing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Two-Face flies around making Gotham evil. So he's got this biplane with like chemicals spilling out i guess that's the evil spilling out and we get to see gotham just kind of go crazy and everybody's two-faced for a while yeah very goofy and over the top in sort of a fitting way yeah uh but so we get we're getting towards the climax of the film and batman is basically chases two-face into a, a burning oil refinery as i think is where they're at and he doesn't have any antidote left so obviously he's kind of trying to talk harvey dent off the ledge so for one point at one point, Two-Face goes full evil. He, like, turns his whole face into... He's, like, whole face now instead of Two-Face or one face. I don't know what you would call him when he's... Face. <laughs> just face. Yeah. <laughs> we get to see him fighting, and then Harvey Dent goes full good a couple minutes later, and now he's no longer bad. But is he really not bad? Because he wasn't really bad before, and then... But I guess the the moral of the story was that even though they fixed his physical appearance, they didn't fix him, like, emotionally... But now he's emotionally fixed, I guess. Maybe. I think I thought the ending was kind of ambiguous there. Yeah. Uh, I could have just been, if you told me Harvey was just playing it off that he didn't want Bruce to know that he still remembered everything, then you could say that was the ending. If you want to believe Two-Face is good and, or I should say Harvey is good and um, all turned, you could think that, I suppose. Yeah. So I guess that's that's kind of where it ends. They do have a nice little tribute to the end. They They dedicate the film to adam west and in loving memory of adam west rest well bright night so that was nice to see yeah that was worth saying to the end credits just to see um and i got adam west still great throughout all this and it's definitely bittersweet to watch something like this and uh no you're probably not going to get anything else from him um unless there's some audio stored up somewhere yeah so i guess overall like almost talking about this film is more enjoyable than watching it was for me so maybe you're right if i had seen it in a theater with other people i probably would have enjoyed myself more than just sitting there by myself and like sensibly chuckling every now and then because talking about it i i think i'm laughing more than when i watched it but still the story just isn't i don't know the story wasn't that great it wasn't that interesting but um overall it's an it's an okay film yeah and i think i still say it's it's a good film it doesn't reach the heights of return of the cape crusaders which is really uh, fantastic animated film and i i still like it but if you know if you have one if you can choose one to watch i would say go with return of the cape crusaders oh for sure all right well that is all we have for this uh thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news